All right, now let's make some damn. You can really taste the meatball. You do know that Riverdale was founded with maple syrup industry. Here in Riverdale? Dilton Doily plays with guns. Big one, buddy. Sardonic humor is just my way of relating to the world. Everyone knows how much I loved my brother. Exactly. If we go in there with the entire Scooby gang, forget it. We're compromised. War is hell, Jack. No, Archie. Hell is other people. Out of the four of us, only you and Archie haven't kissed. Fascinating. I'm gonna go get a buggy. Do you want anything? A glass of milk would be great. Alice? Is it true what they say about men who just been released from prison at me? The Coopers are one of the most respected families in Riverdale. Take your male gaze and your male privilege and get out of the women's locker room. Happy birthday, dear Chuckhead. Last night was... A PG-13 group session. Color me shocked. Archie Andrews, is that why you became a mediocre musician overnight? I'm not interested in being anybody's rebound. Besides, I'm more into girls anyways. And all this time, I thought you were a lover, not a fighter. And both. I've got layers. And it'll be a cold day in hell before a snake lets a pig tell him what to do. <sighs> all right, we are back with some Riverdale chat. This is Kapow, the Pop Country Podcast, and my name is Jordan Lowe. Cliff Barnes. No, we're Riverdale chat. Riverdale That's our new chat. <laughs> Seth. We're going to do two episodes in this episode. We're going to do two Riverdale episodes. We think it's not. We'll see. Too we long. can. Anything that take long to get through the musical episode. They sang a lot of singing songs. And I don't think we've ever said that before, that this won't take long. And then it ends up yeah. being two and a half hours. But right. this time we're pretty sure. Yeah. This. What was this first episode called? Big Fun. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it was the uh, one about Ethel. <laughs> <laughs> Chapter 51 I have Big proof. fun I have proof of that I'll get to Heather's the musical Now last year Our musical was Carrie the musical And we were really Pumped up about it And then felt yeah, Really it, disappointed it, was, it fell flat Except we had the Clumpster got killed Yeah it's great yeah, That was About it So my hopes weren't Super high for this one Mine either Mine were your hopes were high, even though you were just yes. Last time. When they said Heather's and Cheryl's playing HBIC, Heather. I mean, Chandler, I was thinking, okay, we've like, got the yeah, whole, we've got the whole, you know, we've got Kev that plays into the Heather's we so thing. Well, wow, like, mm-hmm. playing tag and getting chased. Then we got bigger. That was the trigger, like the Huns invading Rome. Welcome to my school. This ain't no high school. This is the Thunderdome. But I, I, again, I was just a little disappointed by last year, so I was not looking for anything great. What did you think of what you got? No, I, I highly enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I thought it. it was great. I loved it. Joe, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm not giving my uh, opinion until we were recording. I, I really enjoyed it. I, I did too. I, the, In fact, the whole time I was thinking, I can't go back to them just talking. I, seriously, why don't we just every episode? Like when every time, well, every time they stopped and talked in that episode, I was like, just go back yeah. and sing it. More, more. <laughs> wow, I'm outnumbered. I was yeah. not into it whatsoever. I liked the songs; they were I, good. Yeah, it was really the songs and I, the way I they think. kept. Like I I've assume, never seen Heather's. The yeah, musical, that's what I was gonna so. say. These must be some of the songs. 
they change probably some of the lyrics here yeah. and there and names and things. But these must Big Fun and Seventeen. Mm-hmm. Seventeen was great. Must be they they knew it was good because they yeah. sang the hell out of it. They kept singing the that way they same kept song. bringing it. Yeah, <laughs> it was like because they knew this is the song that works. You know, so. Yeah, it definitely tied in the plot better than Carrie did. Oh, way better. Year. That was just sort of let's throw a song in there too. Yeah, they obviously had built the plot to this play, so mm-hmm. that you know, so they could use some of that. Um. Anyway, yeah, they've I, learned their lesson. We tried to tell. Stop her. <laughs> so it was play play about teen violence and suicide. And they started singing about big fun, right? Yeah. Big fun. Oh, or something, A Better Way. I I don't know all the songs. But meanwhile, they were just flashing from the characters, characters, uh, Archie and Just Josie. Mm -hmm. And we had Veronica needed a bouncer because she got rid of Reggie. Cheekbones. Old cheekbones. And then we had some talking. So we had... uh, Jughead and Betty on the daybed. I like to mm-hmm. the daybed. Does anybody have daybeds anymore in their house? That's. I was just like I was. I was like, oh, nice daybed in the window. Um, they're like, uh, he's searching for a needle in a haystack, but you know he thinks you know they're looking for this drug lab. Well, guess what? Guess where the drug lab is going to be? Um. Yeah. Then they start singing. And we have the Cheryl comes out and she's got Betty and Veronica in the hallway. Well, there is Cheryl Blossom floating above it all as Heather Chandler. Ah, Heather, Heather, and Heather. She was a real mess after her breakup with Tony. But then she gave herself the role of HBIC. Veronica and Betty are playing the other Heathers, Heather McNamara and Heather Duke, but... Cheryl is the mythic bitch. And you know, you know, you know, this could be beautiful. Heather McNamara and Heather Duke is who they're going to play. She's going to be the mythic bitch. (laughs) I thought she already was. Yeah, I was like, and she's got her locker open with the red glow. Of course. I just like that. I like that. That's consistency right there. Yeah, I like where they go. What I liked about this episode was they did all the Riverdale stuff, but they got to, like, supercharge it. Mm-hmm. They got to even take it, you know, it's already that kind of show. It's already almost a musical without music. They're doing these grand things that you would yeah. normally see. The ridiculousness right. that we expect yeah. and love. It is, it, I'm sorry, it's crazy how excited I get to talk about Riverdale Every couple weeks when we come in and get together, I'm like, man, I watch a show. I'm like, oh, I can't wait to talk about Riverdale. And when you're beautiful, it's a beautiful freaking day. And, and then me, I'm sitting here two hours before we start thinking there's no way I'm going to be able to watch this show in two hours. We're going to take all these screenshots. <laughs> it's a 45 minute show. Yeah. I, I saw you pulling in over there earlier. I was like, oh no, Cliff's off work early. And I have not watched the show yet. I was like, I got to get in there and watch the show. Anyway, Reggie's playing Jock Ram Sweeney. Mm-hmm. And he and Archie says they're just two single straight dudes doing some theater. <laughs> 
Uh. Riverdale's resident fly girl, Tony Topaz. Um, does anyone have a chainsaw? Because what the... Tony Topaz, resident fly girl, was going to show them the choreography. That's right, she's going to be the choreographer and uh, show them how to dance. So they have a little dance off. Yeah, because Cheryl, you know, they're broke up, so Cheryl thinks naturally her choreography that she's already worked out is going to be better than anything Tony can do. Right. So they have their little scene there, and then Betty confronts. Um, Ever never Evelyn Evelyn and she's playing all innocent she's like I know what you're doing she's like, lowering Sweet Pea's solo <laughs> <laughs> of course Sweet Pea has a solo um, <laughs> there was a string of pharmacy break-ins we're at the sheriff's office now because kids go to the sheriff's office and take care of business and you know he's checking in on his dad and Tent City was ransacked I didn't want to bring it up but they stole our old home on wheels and he, he's like, you don't think missing pharmaceuticals and a mobile uh, vehicle, you know, home on wheels, little Breaking Bad reference, you don't think it's uh, something, Dad? Well, it could be. But at Lodge Lodge, they're they're mm-hmm. separating. Yeah. You know. Well past time they oh, yeah. should have right. <laughs> broken up. Convenient time for this to happen. And, you know. Now that we've established the new villain, Jughead's mom, right? we can move on from these two. And they can have other things to do. Well, given the night I've been having, I, for one, could use a libation. So, salud. I'll take one. That's so the then spirit. we got, everybody's doing jello shots. And, uh, where were they at? Oh, they were at school. Say about all this this so. was big fun. No need to wonder. This is what it's about. I told you, in this is my proof. They were blue, right? Yes. Because at first I was like, are they doing... Is this fresh aid? Right. What are we doing? And oh, I realized no. quickly, oh, they're just little blue jello shots. Yeah, they're going to... It's... Then that quote to the tune, diggity dang dang, big fun. It's time to overflow the hot tub on the patio. <laughs> and I was like, wait a minute. Is there syrup with somebody eating pancakes in the hot tub again? Mm-hmm. I thought for sure we were going to see... Okay. <laughs> Wait, did that happen on the show or did we make it up? We made it up. We made okay. that up. Well, yeah. they were at her house in the hot tub, okay. pouring syrup in it, and you said, and it's one of our great quotes, <laughs> that, oh no, Cheryl's going to get blamed for eating hot dogs in the, in the freaking hot tub again. And I was like, yes, that's the best thing ever. So I like to call back to it. But, like, it's so ridiculous, I can see that actually having happened. Yeah. <laughs> it might as well, probably. It's canon now. Mm hmm. Ding, 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 
Reg and Veronica get back together because mm-hmm. she just, you know, she's losing her family, so she's reaching out for some sort of Got to grab stability. those cheekbones. That's right. Hold Grabbing on. on. Hold on for dear life. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ellen, Eleanor? So he's fucking Evelyn. Evelyn? I don't know. <laughs> she gives Kev, and he's got a perm for some reason. I know. I was like, what happened to Kevin's hair? <laughs> and she gives him an organic brownie. Farm grown mm. maple mushrooms baked. <laughs> Who wants a brownie with maple mushrooms? What in the hell? So, do you want to go on a trip? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. He trips out and sees Lecomster on the wall and it says, mm-hmm. All your fault. You killed me, Kevin. <clears throat> but they brought Midge back for just a hanger on the wall. Yeah. That was it. And writing her blood on the wall. So they're having a little meeting on the stage and Evelyn is telling them to, you know, she's trying to get them to open them up. Are we by the part, was that the scene go back where there's like, what would be like cool tubs they would fill with ice for athletes? Oh, okay. Yeah. Right in the middle. Probably the there were two of them and like there were kids in them as they're singing and partying. And I'm I like, know that. What is the point? Yeah. Of I just, yeah, <laughs> big fun, big fun. Get in the tub, big fun, right? Mm-hmm. Overflow patio. Um, so anyway, Sweet Pea opens up, says, You know, it really blew to see Archie and Just Josie together, and he has a point, right? Yeah, your ex boo has a new girlfriend, somebody's saying, and. I guess people know about Just Josie and Archie now. It's out in the open. And only Sweet Pea cares. Real class act, And the show does not care about Sweet Pea, so neither do we. Right. Archie's like, come on, we're just lonely souls trying to fill a void. Let's get to (laughs) go. Well, your parents are Splitsville, uh, Cheekbone says. And he's like, I'm on to you. Mm -hmm. You're just getting back with me for that. Meanwhile, Cheryl's in the bathroom. What's your damage, child of the corn? I just thought you might want to see what's happening in the hall. She says, what's your damage, child of the corn? That was a great line. Yeah. And then we have um, somebody, that, I don't know what well, I did that screenshot. <laughs> but anyway, Tony's <laughs> in the hallway in her, the red outfit. This is a Cheryl outfit. Everybody right? knows red. Right. It's Cheryl's thing. Well, whatever. It's Tony's thing now. She's pulling it off. Pulling it yeah. off. Um, did you have a lobotomy for breakfast? You're wearing my signature color. You don't own the color red. Red existed before you. Not at Riverdale High. Here? I invented red. I am red. Sorry. But this school's not big enough for both of us, faux pink lady. And I was here first. So, go to Centerville High or Westerberg. I don't care. But you have until first bell, Monday, to clear every trace of yourself out of these halls. Copy. So she starts doing her singing thing and, mm-hmm. you know, singing about getting freaky. And I have never heard in my life so many whip sound effects 
Every time she moved her arm or flipped her hair, it was. I mean, it's worth going back, guys. There are a lot of whip sound effects in this episode. Crazy. Or. Here's an option that I like. Spend these 30 hours getting free. Oh, hope is gone. I'm a dead girl walking. I'm on your lawn. I'm a dead girl walking. Before they punch my clock, I'm snapping off your window lock. Got no time to knock. I'm a dead girl walking. Uh, Tony, Peaches, what's going on? Um, back at the bunker. She, yeah, uh, Jug's like, uh, pretty sure my old home's been used as a drug lab. We need to get out there, shut it down. So everybody's going and looking. Meanwhile, I believe it's Betty goes to the Sisters Quiet Mercy. Is that where she went? That she went in and looked in at them and they're all dressed in white. Yeah. Kev and Fangs mm-hmm. are like singing to each other. Mm-hmm. And there's like pews facing each other, which is a weird yeah. way to have your pews. But, um, <laughs> and then Evelyn is mm-hmm. up there like she's run the ceremony there's roses sticking out of the everybody's dressed in white and they have white glasses on like 3d glasses i know i was like why are they wearing 3d glasses <laughs> this farm confounds me <laughs> that's great we need to get to the farm quick because i don't know what's going on okay then we're at archie's boxing ring which is now they're really branding it is the el royale this oh. this was my favorite part of the episode yeah. Mm-hmm. That Archie hasn't bothered to even sweep the floor yet, but he's got T-shirts made. <laughs> he went out and got T-shirts made. Yeah, and the, the rest of the gym is just like garbage laying everywhere. <laughs> and he was in charge of sweeping the old place. Yeah. Right now yeah. he's got his own. He needs to find Nobody a. Has to sweep. He needs to find a homeless kid of his own. Well, he will. Um, <laughs> established 1973 boxing club. Um. So yeah, Be- he is. He's really put the cart before the horse on this though. Yeah, Betty take, took some pictures, and she takes them to Weatherby and says that you know the farmies are indoctrinating students into a cult, and he's like, "This simply looks like two boys rehearsing." You know, it reminded me of an Adam Sandler skit. About- this, <laughs> this is our first really kind of Weatherby clue that he's in on it. He's yeah. He's defending the farm. Whether yeah. he's compromised. So she tries to tell Jughead that. And Jughead says, "What the sweetest words I ever heard. Can can you meet me at Junkyard Steve's ASAP? Uh, my mistake. This was my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> Another <laughs> reference to Junkyard Steve. Is That's all, all I needed. I needed. <laughs> That's, I was like, yes. We were watching it at home. And I was like, <laughs> I, I did the same. I said, yes, Junkyard Steve. <laughs> Just like that. And. My wife and daughter looked at me and they go, who is Junkyard Steve? 
Do you even watch this show? Do you watch Riverdale? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. There was a head cut off a statue. It's a whole thing. Yeah, if you need to find a mobile drug lab, the first person you should go to is Junkyard. Right, that's right. That's right. Follow the Breaking Bad playbook. That's where they keep the thing. Okay. So, um, Blowpaz are talking about Thornhill was a den of shadows. <laughs> okay, wait. We're at Junkyard Steve's, and Jughead says the next great line. Tonsils calls it in. <laughs> Tonsils. That's who found it. One of these guys is named Tonsils. <laughs> I've never heard that before. That is a new great name. Tonsils. Because we got to get the whole innards of the mouth cavity. We've got baby teeth. Yeah. We've got tonsils. Got fangs. Uvula. <laughs> Gingivitis. Uh, that is great. Fangs. I hadn't even thought of that. we got fangs, baby teeth, and tonsils. What, what else is there? Oh, my gosh. Molar. Is there a molar guy? Tongue. Okay. So... This is where they get ready to play 17. And they're talking about, we used to worry about who was going to sit next to us on the bus to now we're worrying about our drug lord mothers and our serial killer fathers, Betty says, and unstoppable cults. And so Kev says, oh, 17 captures the longing of all the characters feel for what they lost. And... Betty starts singing, can't we be 17? And I thought that was another just great <laughs> line. It is like, yes, can't we be 17? How old is she in real life? Wait, are they even 17 on the show? No! 10th th- grade. 10th grade's. 10th grade, you turn 16. 16. Are they? But they might be juniors now. I think they're juniors now. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. but it was the beginning of our junior year. And now they're through. So they probably are they're just wistfully now hoping to be about the age that they are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they just want to be that. They don't want to worry about their drugs. And I, I'm not a musical guy, and I the the songs did nothing for me. But I liked this song. This was, mm. it was poignant to the characters, and it was a good idea. tune. Let's be normal, see bad movies, sneak a beer and watch TV. We'll bake brownies or go bowling. Don't you want a life with me? Can't we be 17? That, that, you know, lamenting our lost Well, the thing is, like like I said before, somebody was saying how they, you know, these people can actually sing. It's like, this, they cast, I mean, anyone that has been a child actor that comes up through this, and these people all have to have been. They were, they came up through the system, the Disney system, basically, and you sing. Yeah. really blows but we let go take a deep breath and go buy some summer clothes we'll go camping play some poker and we'll eat some chili fries maybe prom night maybe dancing don't, don't stop, stop looking, looking in my I don't feel like Zach or Cody no, can carry he, Oh, no. He, and he, he was a Disney kid. Yeah, and if you remember last season's musical episode, 
Jughead did not sing. They right. gave him, like, you take yeah. pictures. You're not yeah. in this episode. Right. And I think when they had, probably when they were really belting it out together. Oh, it was, know, it was. It was it was good. But, but I'm not even convinced it was him. No, either that or there was a lot of auditude yeah, going yeah. on there. Which is whatever. Yeah. But I just want I yeah, just want cares? to point that out. A lot of these people can sing before they even get in the business. It's like I've always said, when you go on Saturday Night Live, everybody that hosts Saturday Night Live wants to show off that they can sing. Yeah. Because most actors actually that's part a tool in the tool belt, you know. That, that they, they don't, don't get to use exactly. Very often. They never get yeah. to use, and a lot of these girls, like Lily Reinhardt, is a oh, really yeah. good singer, mm-hmm. and many of them are. Obviously, Josie is, and they they all want to show that off. That's oh yeah, half Ma- the reason they yeah. do this. Yeah, song. yeah, yeah. Vanessa uh, Vanessa Morgan and and Madeline Petch, or you know, they've. Right. Obviously, have some talent there, and we've and heard Cami Mendez over and over and over again. When they were doing, when Tony Topaz was doing her thing, you know, mm-hmm. I and and even in this next part where Cami uh, Mendez was singing this terrible song, "Lifeboat" or whatever, I yeah. did not like. But still, like the camera work and stuff, I'm just curious how long whether it took more to do this episode because there's some pretty good camera work and the mm. lighting the way they spin it they're always spinning around on this, in these shows you know when they're doing the musicals and I'm, yeah. I was just pretty impressed like yeah. they really went all out you're the one I choose um so they're getting ready to go to the show finally and Apparently, Sheriff FP pissed off a cat in heat, according to <laughs> according to Gladys. But some tweaked out fizzlehead was playing G and G in the middle of the damn road. <laughs> so, was that a code ten twenty one? Exactly. I don't know what, what that is, but that's great. Ugh. Yeah. So FP's all beat up. So. Meanwhile, Betty and Jughead take off and go do a secret mission that we didn't know what they were doing. We had an inkling what they were doing. Mm-hmm. But they, they took off and come back covered in soot. <laughs> they look like chimney sweeps. Yeah, I was very exactly. That's all I could think of was, <laughs> was like, what, did, what is this? That's, there's yeah, no that's reason. It's a pretty that, serious fire, too. There's no covered. reason they would look like that. Uh, anyway, so Veronica's parents do show up together. You yep. know, as she was asking she, that they yeah, would. she gave him tickets. Please so. come do this one last thing for me. And Kev's like, you guys are covered in soot. Could you get cleaned up? Because mm-hmm. you need to be in the finale. And Jughead's like, what? I'm not doing anything. It's like, yeah, everybody's got to be out there. We're just, It's Riverdale. <laughs> yeah, Archie's got to be here. You know, everybody's got to be here. So they all stand out there and do their thing. And it was... A nice finish, yeah, and fine. they're all lined up there. Listen up, folks, war is over. Brand new sheriffs come to town. We are done with acting evil. We will lay our weapons down. We're all damaged, we're all frightened, we're all freaks, but that's all right. We'll endure it, we'll survive it. Martha, are you free tonight? Jeez. Talk about watching your childhood go up in flames. And at the end, we see a flashback to them burning down the The drug the drug factory. The Joneses trailer. And 
going here with me. Does the crowd break into applause? No, it's totally ridiculous. No, it's weird. And they do this syncopated applause started by the elusive Edgar Evernever. Chad? Chad? <laughs> you can't both say Chad. <laughs> Michael. It'll never happen again. Let's just stop. <laughs> oh, so. Yeah, so Chad Michael Murray, slow claps. It was so the, weird. Well, why weren't they like them just parents did you clapping see, like normal people? Right, exactly. But did you see? Because I was trying to see who was with the farm. You know, I was, everybody dressed in white. Everybody was dressed, including the principal Weatherby. Ooh, he was standing no. up clapping. I was no, like, "You did not, you son of a <laughs> Weatherby." <laughs> so that's how it ends. We finally see Edgar, and he gives a wink to his daughter, and they. She says, clap. "I know my dad would love it." Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. How does he have control over? I mean, yes, he's mm-hmm. getting wider, wider control. But how does he control someone clapping? Yeah, I don't. I think we were supposed to cues. just assume that they were just like took off guard. But what people would have broken into applause before he ever started his dumb clap. We're picking at this ridiculous show at yes. this moment. That, anyway, that, that was strains it. credibility. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, that was it for that episode we you know skipped a lot because there was a lot of music but i again i i enjoyed it i enjoyed it way more than the first i'm looking forward to see what they do next year the day you my dad would That's like right. it it's the day <laughs> so what's the next episode called well i'm not sure there's controversy. What is there? I had not, not really. Anything. <laughs> but um, on my TV, it was called Chapter Fifty Two: The Master. Oh, I did see that somewhere else, but that's not what and I. And that saw. was in the TV guide and all the pre-release stuff. It was called the you know uh, uh-huh. the movie from Paul Paul Thomas Anderson yeah. Thomas. Yeah, Paul Thomas Anderson. You say Paul, I'll say Thomas. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the Master, 2012. Basically, a cult leader. That fits very well. And so I watched the whole show, and when the scene happened with the apartment building, I was like, oh my God, what a great reference. And it's then, so funny because it could have applied to both of them. Yeah, so the next day, when it comes out on the CW app and Which all the official things, it, how I two hours it. ago, it was called <laughs> The Raid. Yeah. Yeah. So it, this show began with one title and switched to another. So yeah, I'll give you a hint. Only one of those is in my top 100 <laughs> movies coming out next month. Yeah, I, I didn't realize that was a thing until you just told me that. But I immediately, as soon as I pulled it up and I saw The Raid, I was like, oh, Seth is going <laughs> to love this episode. So it was great watching this not knowing that, you know, me putting that together. Like, yeah. this is just like The Raid. So <laughs> I, I enjoyed not knowing that yeah, reference was cool. coming. 
Yeah, I wonder what happened. Somebody just... Or it probably was just... Both are, yeah, both of, are perfect names. Exactly. That's what I was thinking. Uh, that's that's funny. I love that they reference all these movies, so... The Dale. <laughs> they did it again. Okay, so... Perimeter's clear. Moving in. This was a great beginning. Already time. from the <laughs> jump. You told me you're like, oh, Seth's going to love it. And I was like, what? And then first scene was just like magic. I was like, what is happening? They show the school. It's night. Perimeter's clear. <laughs> Sweepy duck. You know, there's all this. Chuck is like pointing down the hallway. Oh, he's just back in trickles out. It was all straight out of the rain. Sweepy duck. Bang, bang. Both dead. Always check your six, deputies. It's a deadly mistake. This is just a simulation, but you don't get any do-overs in the street. Sheriff Keller says. <laughs> oh, always check your six, deputies. I was like, oh, they're doing training for the freaking deputy, the uh, Paw Patrol. Because, you know, he's going to send them into, like, you know, hostage situations and stuff. They're going to need to know these high schoolers. <laughs> SWAT team formation. Yes. Oh, so, so But it did delicious. answer. We, we asked the question on this podcast. Why Why doesn't he ask Tom Keller for help? And here we are. <laughs> you don't get any do-overs on the street. <laughs> <laughs> A man faces you in the street. He is your enemy. <laughs> I like when this is a great line. Makes it all the more obvious that you boys aren't ready for them. You want to stop the rogue gargoyles? Work as a team. Until you've proven you can do that, I'm not letting you out there. Do it again. This is FP, which makes it all no, more John. obvious that you boys mm-hmm. aren't ready for them. <laughs> he drags that boys out. Oh, it's so good. He knows. He's, they're listening to us. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> they know that's his favorite. That was thing. my theory that someone, whoever wrote this episode, has right. heard their share of Cabal. Yeah, it was the all pop too culture familiar. <laughs> yeah, Because like, they gave us everything yeah, we wanted. They're, they're like, can we get logged out? No, go, we got baby teeth, though. Let's go get him in there. Ugh. Anyway, do it again. <laughs> we have to assume, we have to imagine that they went and did this over and over. That's what I want. So, do they have any weapons? No. No, no, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is another great moment, and it, it was a subtle but really fantastic moment. Evelyn's in there. She wants to hang some flyers because they're going to have a, something, <laughs> some sort of function. And... All that Betty does is slurps slurps the milkshake. That was so awesome. And Veronica just says, of course, (laughs) I'll go with you. I was like, that was was Riverdale perfection. The look on Betty's face, the sound effect it made. Mm Mm-hmm. It was it was adorable and hilarious, yep. and it was a completely full milkshake. They don't full milkshake does not make that sound, but I don't care. I just love, I love it. Uh, you should go watch that. Defi- so yeah, good. the sound effect would be like defiant slurp, which I never <laughs> thought could happen. So good. Okay, she slurped sarcastically back at the Coopers, which we're still calling it. I don't care if the freaking Joneses live there. It's breakfast time as usual. Mm-hmm. Oh, why the long face? FP comes in. One of his deputies found an old trailer. Bit been burned up, of course. So. <laughs> so remove one cancer, though. Another pops up in his face. So Betty, Betty's not great at starting fires in her own house, but with Jug's help, he can burn down his house. Yeah, That's right. It would have been great that episode, though, a few back when Betty tried to set her own home on fire had she been covered in black soot. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's why it didn't work. She it didn't get she didn't, she yeah. didn't get clear in there. You had to stay long enough to get covered in black soot. So they need to have a little face off here between mother and son. So JB tells FP, "We need to go watch some Saturday morning cartoons, Dad. Come on, because those still exist." That's right. <laughs> good call. That's not a thing anymore. <laughs> Which yeah, you poor kids nowadays don't know what it's like to get up at. 6.55 a.m., set your alarm and go out so you caught the 7 a.m. G.I. Joe getting your beanbag. Oh, good old what days. it was all about. Oh, man. I'm telling you. So, you think blowing up that decrepit trailer was going to change anything, son? And she grabs his beanie. <laughs> <laughs> and I assume some hair. And jerks him back, gives him a kiss. And just like, oh. I, again, like I said, Gina Gershon vamps oh. it up so yeah. well she's over the top but like she knows exactly what she's doing and she can rock a flannel shirt too mm-hmm. <laughs> she fits the serpent uniform very That's nicely right. so betty and veronica go b and go to the farmy thing and they're having an open house yeah yeah kev's mm-hmm. giving a tour so any cult can just come hang out yeah. at the cult for a while yeah cool Kev's giving us tour. He's like, we've got some of our artistic members painting on the wall here. Garrett and somebody. I don't know. They're painting. And uh, and I want you to tell tell me, what did this mean? Veronica oh, you're sa- catching Ver- me completely off guard. Ver- yeah, as you pull out your paper. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I know what the reference is. Uh, Veronica says, it's like Hockney meets Heaven's Gate. What is this about, Alexa? I rewound that three times and had to turn a closed caption. I was like, what is she saying? I couldn't tell Hockney. I, yeah. I couldn't make that word out. I was like, right. I don't even know what that means. It helps to watch it with closed caption right. and take <laughs> screenshots. So. Uh, David Hockney is a British painter and photographer. Okay. Uh, he was very influential during the 1960s in the pop art movement. Hmm. So I Googled him and I it, it looks familiar it's a familiar style of painting. I okay. couldn't tell you one famous one, but that style looked a little bit familiar. So it's kind of, you know, pop, colorful art. Right. And then, of course, Heaven's Gate. Of course. Was the cult from 1997 <laughs> uh, in San Diego. It was a religious cult yeah. founded in the 70s by Marshall Applewhite and Bonnie Nettles. Those and, sound like Riverdale characters. Yes. Mm-hmm. Wow. Marshall Applewhite. I don't feel like I've ever heard of that. So he, are you? You weren't familiar with? No. Oh no. I've heard of Heaven's Gate, but I've okay. never heard those names or anything. Okay. Well, you, if this guy, you, you'll see, like he made like videos. Yes. With like weird backdrops, like mm-hmm. very white hair, kind of bug eyes. Oh, yeah. And he, thirty-nine members of this Heaven's Gate cult were found dead in nineteen ninety-seven with a mass suicide. He had convinced them that when the Hale Bop comet passed by Earth. The UFO they have been waiting on since the 70s was going to be coming with it. And when they committed suicide, they would leave their bodily containers wow. and join the aliens on the UFO. So yep. I assume they did. Never yes. Of Thir- course. 39 dead, uh, all wearing matching dark clothes and black Nikes mm-hmm. were kind of the pop culture fallout. Like, there would be, oh, check out the new Heaven's Gate kicks. You know, yeah. like, you got to wear the... The matching uniform. So. Oh yeah, you should check out some of those videos that guy made. Hey, hey, he, good. So then they're like, "What's this?" And Kev's like, "Oh, that's just a janitor's closet." Now I want to ask because we find out some stuff later. What's Kevin's draw? Who's he seeing in this closet? 
moose? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's supposed to be somebody dead. I'm just curious. I was mm-hmm. like, why are... I want to know why everybody's here. What What is... You know, you understand later. We'll get there. I just thought that was... What's Kevin's reason? So then out comes Alice. Well, out. they were going to introduce him to some cute gay farmers. <laughs> Dead. Well, that's Dead. the draw. That gets him there, but what keeps yeah, him Yeah, what there? keeps yeah. him there? Because there are no cute gay farmers. <laughs> no. no. Uh, out comes Alice. She's got all her, you know, eggshell clothes on here and comes out of the gargoyle room, which I did think that I did notice now after having seen us that the farm emblem is like hands across oh, America and I was weird. like creeped out <laughs> uh, and she says she's kind of eh, hey Betty what's up Betty's like yeah, she just blows her Betty's off like, whatever and she's like you forsook me <laughs> <laughs> oh I don't think I've ever used it in that form you know part of speech I guess uh, you forsook me that's the best uh, now if you can you force us <laughs> um, alright then this guy walks out with his farb shirt on and says hey you want to come in and get a quick quick and easy interview Betty she's like yeah she goes in of course Evelyn you know interviews her this is the master part of it she mm-hmm. gives you know the Scientology type interview you know. and Betty's not fooling anyone they, they know no. she's there just Right. To yeah. sus. We're, yeah, we're not giving you. I'm not letting you sus anything. You bite your fingernails? Sometimes. You consider yourself a cold person? You get stressed out. Yeah. Is that it? Not going to ask me about my secrets? No, no, no. What? Don't call us. We'll call you, type thing. And then when you come back, then you learn you're selling the sweepers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, That's exactly. right. Come on back. <laughs> <laughs> now, now you can't play this episode out of order sorry <laughs> um, so then back at Lodge Lodge uh, Hermione's all upset because the governor's coming to the opening of the prison mm-hmm. she's not allowed to I'd come I'd forgotten all about the prison at this point right well she's not allowed to come because Hiram doesn't want her to but if they get divorced she's basically this is the gist she won't be protected anymore yeah and that she's afraid she's, she's going to get killed. She's made some moves, right? She isn't made is her problem. She's not a made woman. <laughs> she hasn't made her bones. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> That's right. She hasn't made bones. Damn, that was good. That was good. Sweet stuff. Oh, well, you did try to kill him twice, Veronica says. Anyway, so Jughead says this back back at you know he's over at Archie's house, which we didn't get any Fred this episode. Just want to point that out. No Fred. Was he in the previous episode? Oh, uh, was he in like the audience for the musical or anything? I did not see him. I don't think so. He might have been there. But last we saw him was his great speech at MP's 50th. Or 44th. We're not sure. But then... Um, yeah, no worries, Joe. How's it going with your mom? It's a cold war. Archie's drinking some sort of red drink. It looks like maybe it's a smoothie... Yeah, I don't know what you drink. I thought it was like a V8 or something. Like no, that. this was very. This is not a V8. This is. This looks like a strawberry slushy, dummy. <laughs> then, uh, so anyway, Jughead says a couple times this episode about the nuclear option being to actually just tell his dad that there's, yeah. uh, you know, that about his mom. That makes too much sense. Yeah. 
Which I figure we'll eventually find out that he knows. Yeah. Mm. Right. And it'll be like, whatever. I mean, the nuclear option is that I tell my dad everything, but that could spell mutually assured destruction. So instead, the serpents and I are just dismantling her drug trade piece by piece. Up next, we're going to drive the gargoyles out of town and her cook, Kurtz. I am going to make Riverdale a very unwelcome place for Gladys Jones. And if she does go, what happens to Jellybean? Still need to figure that out. The big thing I took away from this scene is uh, now that he lives next door, he has two uh, two kitchens to raid. Jughead does. Yeah, yeah. He's that's that's right. He he needs to go eat breakfast, then go over here and eat breakfast. Mm-hmm. Which he did that before. He he went and met Betty for breakfast after yeah. breakfast. Is, there's always breakfast. So somebody calls from the L and L. Would you accept a collect call from the Leopold and Loeb Juvenile Detention Center? Uh, sure. RG, it's Mad Dog. Mad Dog? Dude, what's up? I need your help. And it's Mad Dog. Which, did you think he was dead? Hell uh, no. Yeah, we kind of left him in mm-hmm. bad shape, so. Yeah, we thought he was, he was supposed to have, like, what was up. he half stuck down a drain pipe? Yeah, right? he's supposed right. to, I thought he was supposed to have died. <laughs> Shoulder deep into a drain pipe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Jughead explains to the troops that it's like we, uh, new, the second Ninja Turtles movie where the monster jumps down the jumps down the, the manhole cover and gets stuck and they, <laughs> they tickle his feet <laughs> that's I assume how it went down so Jughead's explaining how the serpents are going to be Riverdale's unofficial DEA of course um so they're going around to all the hot spots. Mad Dog's talking to Archie through the glass. They're opening a new prison on the south side. They're going to move them. And the old guards are coming. They're going to keep making them fight. Going to be a whole thing. Yeah, so they're going to have a juvie wing a, at, at Hiram's yeah, for profit. Place, yeah. yeah, prison. Yeah. So Baby Teeth and Thumper, everybody. Everybody. <laughs> Baby Teeth is back. Thumper. I don't remember Thumper. Uh, I feel I, we might have heard his name. I don't remember. We were so overwhelmed by the <laughs> yeah, Baby Teeth. Baby Teeth just, just dominated yeah. the conversation. Just, <laughs> <laughs> so Veronica's like, so my dad just gave you this this place? He's like, it's a long story. He says that a couple times this episode. It's a long story why I have this place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which I love that he twice people asked him, somebody gave you this? He's like, it's a long story. <laughs> and it really is. It's a long story. There it's was the show stab- like, stop asking. It doesn't make stabbing, sense. There was stabbing. There burning things in a fire. Lots of that. Um, she's like, you remember I broke you out? You know. It's like, well, you also worked with the Innocent Project. Project you know. So, And the governor's coming to town. We could really use some help. So, again, we have kids calling a meeting with the governor. Yeah, I mean, we, we've moved on from the mayor. And, and Archie is sitting there in the leather chair, just, like, kicked back. He's like, Governor, I need to speak with you about the transfer of inmates. As an important small business owner in this community. <laughs> the governor's like, I don't know who you people are. <laughs> Oh, it was so delicious. I just love that. I was like, what is happening? Like, yeah, well, you're going to tell, you're going to do this for us. We're going to tell everybody. You were watching us, watching our fight club. 
and having lobster dinners. <laughs> With if the that warden. Means anything. Well, yeah. yeah, whatever. Pardon them today. So he does, of course. Uh, meanwhile, do we have a name for Cheryl and Betty together? Mm, Besides wonder, cousins. Yeah, they always just say cousins. Chebby? Chibber. Yeah, I think we did. Did we? Yeah, there was a Chebby. It didn't go anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a, that's a shame. No traction on For Chebby. shame. No, no traction. You forsook me. <laughs> so... She wants was an Cheryl. episode title. Or one. It was. I think it yeah. was, yeah. She wants Cheryl to help her out on a mission because she's, right, her cover's blown. And it's more of a mission for her and her beanie-headed bow, really. Well, I do like the fact that anytime Betty asks Cheryl to do anything, Cheryl's immediately always on board. <laughs> we're cousins. We're family. Yeah. Whatever you need, I'm right here. That's right. Which should be. So she she's okay. She you know, Evelyn was kind of hitting on her in the musical, and she doesn't like that they wear white after Labor Day. But <laughs> she'll go. You know, she besides Juniper and Dagwood, her mm-hmm. niece and nephew, live there, and are being raised. This is what your baseball team, your fantasy baseball team, should have been called: Toddler Farmies. <laughs> I stand by that. That's a great one. What was the winning? Yeah, name? I ran out of time and never did change it, so I'm still the Southside Serpent. Oh my gosh, lame! I can change it at any point though. So. Yeah, Riverdale needs to give me a good. Yeah, name. Toddler Farmies is pretty sweet. <laughs> so yeah, but she they look pretty happy and healthy. Cheryl said, so I don't know what your problem is. And she is kind of gaslighting Betty here. Like, what is the problem? You know, everything seems pretty great. So she starts, they start, put the plan into motion. So Evelyn's in the bathroom. And this time Cheryl's not going to be smart with her. She's in there balling in the stall and she. Oh, Cheryl in the stall ball. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Patented Cheryl stall ball. That's right. So then, where do we go? The most deviant place in Riverdale comic book shop. MLJ. <laughs> right now. Now I have to interrupt with a cliff. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is going to get some expert stuff. This is the weirdest comic store. Right. Because anything like that, I always look at the background. I yeah, want to see what comics over. are there. Yeah. So it, the selection in this store is all over the map and there's nothing made before about 1992 we've got patrick the wolf or something nexus we do have winona erp yeah i saw some like continuity comics armor like the stuff that's been in quarter bins for 20 years earth four bucky o'hare yeah that's the one i saw fangs was reading a copy of bucky o'hare which was created by our pal larry hama convention Johnny Raygon. Yeah, but nothing like Archie. There were no like Easter yeah, eggs. Nothing Marvel or DC. It's like this. I was a store in business. They have to sell drugs because they're not selling packages. <laughs> They've got comics hanging on a clothesline behind the guy. Yeah. This they, this is a hole in the wall. This is like a step up from a, a, yeah. a flea market. They've got a, a, a bubble up above it. The guy that says, look with your eyes, not with your hands. <laughs> you need that. that would yeah. be awesome. <laughs> They've got weird curtains. Um, how to handle antique comics thing? Uh, buy one. 
sale, get one free. Uh, there's all kinds of little signs. We've got a mismatched phone. But weren't uh, earlier in the show? Didn't they have like Red Circle comics or something? Yeah, like, yeah. in the drawer Why the teacher did... confiscated. They could have seated a few of those into the background. But... They've got long boxes just sitting up there. One says "Not NFS, not for sale." Anyway, Sweet Pea goes in and says he's looking for a little game enhancement. Mm-hmm. So got a limited edition right here. Whips out comic some fizzle rocks in it. Oh, that's it. Starts whooping his butt. <laughs> and Jughead comes in with his cronies. Last time I was here with the Red Paladin. Pulls that switchblade out. Yeah. And I'm in a bad mood this time. <laughs> and the guy's like, oh, well, they're doing it on street corners now. See? Yeah, see? Rocky's really <laughs> mad now. Like, you could tell by the gargoyles on the wires. Not the, uh, it used to be sneakers. Yeah, now it's gargoyles. Because that isn't obvious. Right. That's so, code in Riverdale. This is the this gargoyle. is a <laughs> flashing neon sign. Drugs here. <laughs> so I like this because this is what I would have said before we leave. It says confiscate any contraband or drugs or gaming equipment. <laughs> I was I was like, that's right. I'd be like, we're gonna need all this gaming equipment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a police uh, property now. okay so cheryl's getting a a spider brooch pinned on her you know by betty where'd you get all this uh fancy detective equipment well her mom had a drawer she had boxes stuff and betty snooper fancy is it it's all like reel to reel tapes yeah yeah Where'd you get this stuff? Giant headphones. <laughs> Later, Jughead's using a CB radio. It's like, I've seen all you people with cell phones. <laughs> you could just, all you have to do is just click the record on your phone. Oh, yeah, she's got a reel to reel going. Um, What's your favorite color? Red, obvi, but if I had to specify, I'd say Pantone's Flame Scarlet. Which favorite color? She's in getting her master interview. What is your name? Um, what is your quest? <laughs> what is your favorite color? Red, obvi. But if I had to specify, Pantone's Flame Scarlet. That's right. Did you ever bite your fingernails or cuticles? Her manicurist would kill her. Do you ever bite your fingernails or cuticles when you're stressed? <laughs> no. My manicurist would kill me. Oh, and then in comes Edgar, and Betty loses her mind. She's listening to the conversation. Can't believe the man. She's been trying to meet this guy forever. Yeah. He's got his fancy vest on. Yeah. (laughs) Dad. Hi. Oh, my God. This is Cheryl Blossom. It's nice to meet you, Cheryl. Thank you, honey. My dad will be finishing your interview now. You're in good hands. Shall we jump back in? He's he wants to know if she's ever experienced the loss of a loved one. So she goes in talking I, about JJ. Cheryl fell for this way too fast. Oh yeah, hook line. Just thinking. immediately was like, ah, oh, cute, yeah, you know, hot dad of Riverdale asking me personal questions. I'm in the farm. Have yeah, you ever farm. experienced a loss of a loved one? Yeah, my brother Jason. When he passed, did you find yourself able to grieve? Honestly, there's so much I don't remember. I was in a dark place. Elucidate that for me. Jason was my twin. That kind of threw me off because when when Betty sends her in there, she tells Cheryl, 
Well, tell the truth. I'm like, why would you say that? I, I guess she just thought it didn't matter. Yeah. It would be more convincing if she would told the truth and what would it hurt? Well, this, she got... Well, that backfired. And when I lost him, I lost a piece of myself. I wanted so desperately to reunite with him that I found myself on the frozen bed of Sweetwater River. When I fell through the ice, I saw him down there. Afterwards, I was changed. It was like my spirit had finally returned to my body. So much so that it burned down my childhood home. So you've already been baptized. And been reborn in fire. I, I suppose. But yet the memory of your brother still hurts, doesn't it? Got sucked into it. And he, she's like, you know, burned down my childhood home. I was in a dark place. Saw Jade underwater. He's like, well, then you've been baptized and born by fire already. You were made for this place. That was kind of neat, though, to get flashbacks. We don't, yeah. we don't often get mm-hmm. flashbacks to, you know, because this show moves Season so one. It moves so fast, it just forgets everything that's ever happened. So. Right. So, well, I guess we'll get there. Okay, some questions. Sure. Memories are often painful, but they don't have to be. They can be a path to revival. I believe the farm can help you see that. Anyway, uh, so they're at Pops, and Baby Teeth and Mad Dog are sitting there. I gotta give you props, Red. One minute we're headed to Hiram's prison, and the next we're walking out of L and L time soon. Now you're out. What's next? What's the plan? I'm gonna go find my family. Some of these guys got no place to go. I mean, I got no one. It's like, man, one minute we're headed to prison. <laughs> Don't worry, baby. I think I got a place. Now where are we gonna stay? I'm just like, I think I got a place. <laughs> he's always got a place. And I swear to God, I had forgot about the Royale. I was like, he's putting him in the garage. <laughs> I know how many brooms do we have? Yeah, You've I'm, all got to get a broom. He's stacking them up sideways in there. I got all kinds of people. He's like, you guys can stay as long as you want. Grab a broom. Um, and he has trainer extraordinaire mm-hmm. Tom Keller Tom Keller comes in so they're going to be a rematch between Mad Dog and Red Paladin mm-hmm. so yeah uh, Chuckhead's listening to Sweet Pea over the radio and I was trying to read this sticker S-A-F oh Safari it says Safari or something. I don't know what that is uh they broomed out the gargoyles. Good work, sweet. Good work, sweet people. Move to the next corner. And they go through. Great job. Keep it up. And yeah, you try to show me this map of Riverdale yeah. as if I didn't have my own screenshot. <laughs> They've got all the pens in there. So we've been talking for this whole season trying to put a map together. Yeah. And I was yes, like, so oh, we got a map. And it lingered on it for quite a while. Oh, yeah. Well, you get a screenshot. You can look at it forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> got the sheriff's place, the, all the different houses, the theater. I- Church. Yeah, I, I really feel like all our questions are being answered in this one episode. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we're going to find something in here and be like, hey, there's no way. Where's Fox Forest? <laughs> oh, okay. Yep. There's a good trail around. <laughs> anyway, pretty neat map. Um, got a bunch of pins in it. They got one more place to clear out. Jughead's going to meet him there, do the, do the honor himself. Sure enough, it was a sting by FP. 
You know, and yeah, he's mad. Jughead, Jughead ruined it. Yep. What the hell are you thinking, boy? But they still caught him with yeah. drugs. Right. I'm not sure how they're... Oh, we gotta let him walk. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I've been sheriff for literally a week, and I've I put a week worth of work into this, and you blew the whole case. Uh, he was gonna leave me to Kurtz. You know this and, map. <laughs> we've I'm lost looking. Cliff. He's, he's yeah, mapping I'm, in, I'm in the map. He's in the map now. He's part it, of it. It is pretty interesting. Like that, they've got Pops there, and it's right because you always notice right behind Pops is the uh, railroad tracks. They're, okay. they're running right through there, and they're headed north. So Paladin, uh, maybe that Paladin. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the ones Archie followed all the way to Canada. <laughs> now in this next scene, I'm sorry, Cliff. I'm moving on. I wonder where US eighty one is. So where FP is, they're at home to Cooper's, and FP is yelling at Jughead, and he is yelling at the top of his lungs. I seriously thought Skeet was going to have a heart attack. <laughs> and as one cue, I mean, I'm thinking it was over the top how much he was yelling. On cue, Glass comes down and says, we can hear you all the way in JB's room. I'm like, they can hear him down the block. Like, the house is not that big. I know they're used to a trailer, but yeah, the house is not huge. Oh my gosh, I thought that was crazy. Um, sorry, I lost my place. Anyway, your mother's right, boy. You need to stop this business. Any other serpents trying to take the law in their own hands again? I'll throw your asses in jail. Back at the El So Royale. what were they training them for? I don't understand. I to don't not understand. do it. Don't dare do anything <laughs> with this extensive training we're putting you through. So back at the El Royale. Cliff, close the map. <laughs> Ilio comes in and he wants to hire some fighters. Mm, Archie's got quite the stable going. Right. They, mm-hmm. These people need money is the problem. Baby teeth need shoes. Mama needs clothes. <laughs> Things are, you know, people need to pay for stuff. Um. So Veronica wants them to see a therapist, her parents. And she, he would Hiram would not be the first mobster to see a therapist, which is a great Sopranos callback. Um, she's gonna call the Monsignor, and she will sing at her freaking. Uh, what what was what was she singing at? She sang at her uh, confirmation. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, how many times did you try to kill Archie? You know, you've done bad too. Forgive mom. Water under the bridge. <laughs> Which I, this was a part I didn't like. Is like, she says, you tried to kill Archie multiple times. He says water under the bridge, which is a totally Riverdale thing that we're supposed to enjoy. Right. But what I didn't like is she calls him out on it. Like, that's a ridiculous thing to say. It's like, no, that is a Riverdale thing to say. Don't do that. You're not supposed <laughs> to know this is weird. <laughs> uh, she's like, I even chose you over Archie. And I thought that would bring us all together, and now you're ruining it. Again, kind of retroactively trying to explain Veronica's behavior last season and right. why she would make these dumb decisions. What's he like? Younger than I thought. Also, count him among the hot dads of Riverdale because Mr. Evernever is a yummy snack. So again, she, uh, Cheryl set, tells Betty, you know... Edgar's kind of a hot dad of Riverdale now. He's a he's a yummy snack. So, yeah. He's also a great listener. Cheryl, 
This is huge. You're in with Edgar, which means I have a few questions I need you to ask him, okay? Why did Edgar decide to come to Riverdale now? And how many members does he plan on recruiting? And most importantly... Excuse you! We are having a private conversation. Can you leave? Come on, cousin. She's like, some girl comes in the bathroom. <laughs> 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 and Cheryl's like... Can you leave? <laughs> she's like, okay. That was just hilarious. And she's like, go on, cousin. <laughs> I took out the trash. So you need to find out where the tapes are stored. You know, the tapes. So then they won't have any leverage over my family, which, of course, makes perfect sense. Um, she's like, that's all right. I kind of like talking to Eddie. I'll go back. So, Baby Teeth is trying like hell to make his way through this burger. <laughs> little bites after little bite. Yeah. He's like, oh, man. If I never eat another one of these burgers again, I'll die happy, you know. So, Mad Dog found his grandma. Oh, man, I just realized what foreshadowing that is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, when he gets bumbled later, he's going <laughs> to never have one of those burgers. Yep. So, Mad Dog found his grandma's brother. Moved into an apartment building. Here's where the raid comes in. It's taken over by drug dealers and weird masks. It's, it's like, oh, well, we'll get him out of there. Archie says. It's like, you're going to move my family into the gym? He's <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, no. That's plan the- B, man. <laughs> we get the gargoyles out of there. Move your family into the gym is plan B. And the nuclear option is to actually talk to the police. <laughs> Uh, anyway, we get Hermione discovers a, p- a package in the office, and it's some dead fish. Mm-hmm. Holy mackerel! <laughs> Sorry, I'll, I'll kill yourself. Okay, um, so let's see. Oh, Edgar's trying to tell Cheryl. You know, really, what's the point? What are you? What are you doing? She's a she. She goes at and tells um, Betty, you know, I'm going back there. I I like the place, you know. None of your business what happened because she went in that closet and disappeared. Things got crackly and Betty couldn't hear what happened. And now all of a sudden, Cheryl's a changed woman. She's done being the mole. She doesn't. She's done working for her. Veronica asks Hiram if he sent dead fish. With the nerve of her to say that, really. So, now I did. I didn't catch on at this point. What? No, I was. I, I, was just I, I didn't realize that. Going along I, with I, I just, here. It's just I'm just in my roller coaster car <laughs> riding. A little pillow talk with Betty and Jughead talking mm-hmm. about sneaking to the farm and all that. They're opening the detention center. He let Hermione come. Says how great it is. What a great family they are. Okay, they got the layout of the building. They're going in. Got fangs. Got a, has a pipe. That's his weapon. And they get on separate floors. And yeah. And Jughead starts getting shot at mm-hmm. by gargoyle. So, which it turns out to be really ridiculous later. <laughs> but, um, big fight. Jughead brought a switchblade to a gunfight. Right. He whips out fire extinguisher and fires in the guy's face, which is pretty good. And then Archie and Mad Dog whoops him butt. That's the Riverdale way. 
And they got Kurtz. Jughead's got Kurtz. He's going to go send Archie to go help Mad Dog. And Kurtz is ready to ascend. And he kicks them out the window. Yeah. And they fall. And, of course, they're totally fine falling. Fumbles bounce. Monsignor <laughs> uh, left Lodge Lodge. and Well, Kurtz, he gets up and he takes off running. Well, yeah, yeah. And they're fine. Ar- Archie takes off after him. And <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's, that's so Archie, yeah. So how did that scene stack up to the raid? Uh, they did pretty good. That one shot, was some neat directing. Yeah, one shot they went from one floor to the other. Yeah. Things actually reminded me a little bit of uh, Old Boy. There's uh, some stuff in there similar to that. But I, it, I thought it was pretty good. If you've never seen the raid, <laughs> you should see it. I think it's still on, probably on Netflix with the wrong soundtrack, but it's on there. Good movie. Um, the lodge has got an annulment. That's what the Monsignor was doing over there. Yep. So it's over. It's like it never existed. Um, but it works for Hiram. So it works, right. yeah. Hey, he can have Monsignor over the house. Mm-hmm. That take care of right now. This is a great. This is the part. Jughead says, it's a miracle that none of us were killed. And Gladys is literally laying on the couch with her feet up on top of the couch, cross legs, looking at her son, saying, you know, you wouldn't be dodging stray bullets if you didn't get in the middle of this mess. I'm like, you have your own people shooting at your son. I'm like, what is happening? That is crazy. She's cold hearted. And it's just between you and me, kiddo. She says. So Betty breaks into the farm, goes in, gets the tape she needs, and unlike using Walton's, the bobby pin, mm-hmm. yeah, right. Well, unlike Walton books, those are all out of order. <laughs> Things are in alphanumeric order. <laughs> uh, she makes a point. Oh, it's an alphanumeric system. Yeah, right. Yeah. So that's how she easily solved all those puzzle books back in the day. <laughs> yeah. I was hoping she'd find a Nancy Drew thing in there. Yeah. Didn't you have to break out the Nancy Drew? Um meanwhile, Cheryl is getting initiated. Back at Dale Royale. Any sign of baby teeth? Okay. Anybody <laughs> seen baby teeth? What happened? Baby no, teeth. No, I was getting worried. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's like we've just got him back. Don't take him away again. Well, we didn't mention it, but during when they go into the apartment building, Baby Teeth is like he's standing guard at the entrance yeah. they go in. Yeah. Which was I was kind of like, why is he sticking around there? That's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Well, with the big teeth, people go upstairs. Mm-hmm. Um. Here's a screenshot where you guys couldn't stop messaging about something. I've <laughs> your messages on my screen. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, Cheryl explains to Betty that she was allowed to see Jason. What is happening? I I don't know how this ties that first episode where the babies were floating. Yeah. I don't know how we got from there to seeing dead relatives. So I, I'm I'm going to withhold judgment till we learn a little bit yeah, more. She talked to him in the flesh. But I was glad to get find something out. Yeah, what, why what, they yeah. were going. It's not I mean, yeah, yeah. I totally agree. They had got me to the point where I can stand no longer this no explanation why right. Kev and Alice mm-hmm. and everybody's just like, yep, that's great there. Right. You're crazy, Betty. <laughs> You're in the wrong show. <laughs> Although Alice 
to her own flesh and blood daughter is like, I'm talking to my child. Get away from me. I have yeah. to cut you out of my life because I want to talk to my child. That's what I mean. She like gets you're to cutting talk- your actual child out of yeah, your life. She gets to talk to Charles and she's like, it's the, you don't understand. It's better than anything ever in the world. I'm like, you're literally talking to your ch- other child right now. And that doesn't matter. That's not as important. It's weird. She's like, you'd love your brother, Elizabeth. <laughs> He's way better than you. You understand. So she is setting, waiting to have a meeting <laughs> with Edgar in the like gargoyle chapel with candles and everything. She's, he comes in. It was just weird. Like, she's on the wrong side of the desk and everything. He comes in. He's like, I probably have copies of those tapes and everything, you know, so that's a waste of time. I know everything you're doing. So I was thinking, like, at this point, why doesn't she just go do it? If she's confident, mm-hmm. you know, in her mind, go find out if you're going to see somebody. And if I, you know, what's the worst that could happen? It's great. Right. Mm-hmm. And this place is great. <laughs> so, are the, you think they're all tripping on fizzle rocks, or yeah. is it something more? Uh, that was my initial thought. Was it was just going to continue on? You know, the sisters were using the candy drugs to hmm. produce hallucinations of the gargoyle king and this and that. I assumed it was going to be something around that line. I'm curious. So, they found something outside. Found a chalice. Somebody left a chalice. Outside uh, El Royale. Flip for your Is there fresh aid in this? Oh, man. Nope. Jughead was... Just a quest card. Defang the wolf cub. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I thought... Fangs? Nope. That is too small. That tooth is too small. <laughs> That's my... The whole time I'm like... I'm so into this... But I'm thinking Fangs is the luckiest guy here. Yeah. Who Baby Teeth just showed up. If Baby Teeth had not shown up today, right? Who need, who would be defanged? <laughs> but Fangs. Exactly. So he's standing in the corner like, lucky me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Someone oh, with easier man. teeth. Tonsils is like. <laughs> I don't want them to take me out. <laughs> oh man, Baby Teeth, I'd recognize those little chompers anywhere. So FP's out in the woods. I don't say anything. He's on the radio, and then oh, except for this whole contraption, you know, there's all these sticks and a gargoyle ahead, and somebody bent over, and he gets up there, and sure enough, mm-hmm. baby teeth has had all his baby teeth ripped out. The next time we see him, he may have got his two front teeth. <laughs> <laughs> That's all he wants for Christmas. Next episode. And that's it. That was it. So was he dead? I assume so. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I, he had symbols carved in his back. Yeah. That's, yeah. They, well, yeah. I mean, he, yeah, he would be dead because that's what happened to Ben. That's what happened to yeah. Dilton. He was in that same pose, all right. bent over. So, well, Dilton just, was no good to us anyway. After that, we let, just got baby teeth back. We already have to. Say oh goodbye. man! But we still, you say he, we saved his teeth. <laughs> <laughs> we have the best part of you. <laughs> so we can keep those. Like any good parent, we saved his. <laughs> His baby teeth. <laughs> yep. Oh my gosh. Pretty, pretty now great. all I want ever is another character with a name from the, a mouth. <laughs> I want freaking lips, something. Give, give, me, I want gums. give me something. Gums. Yeah, I want gums. 
Oh man, there's so much. It's so rich in there. There's all kinds of stuff. Oh, old taste bud, he's over here. <laughs> the tail. <laughs> I get it. Wrap it up. I get it. <laughs> all right, we're in the midst of a great season of Riverdale, so we got much more to come. Uh, and you can find more of those episodes and more of our chat and things on what Facebook, Google. Twitter yeah. at all, the Kapow Podcast, all those places. Podbean, Applejack, <laughs> Rip and Snort, all the places. <laughs> Blue Gold, yeah, Saliva and Taste Buds, the Riverdale Register. Right, we're everywhere that podcasts are bought and sold. My name is Jordan Lowe. I'm Cliff Barnes. I'm Seth. Bye forever. Kapow! The Pop Culture Podcast is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Sounds, music, and clips played during the podcast are property of copyright holders. All original content is property of www.udownwithkpp.com.